Veronica Laragina. So again, pleasure to have you here once again uh, uh, in this environment, right? A little bit more kind of unique, spacey vibe. A lot of people came in and was like, wow, it's never never seen anything like that before, right? And obviously uh, the your enthusiasm for space and uh, I think it's it's quite fitting with the IC and the convention of what we're doing here right now. So um, for the people, obviously, uh, you know your story better than me. So would you like to introduce shortly again what are you currently doing and just a little bit of your personal background? Well, thank you very much. I mean, to host me in this uh, fantastic venue. I think I am uh, on the moon. So I do love uh, to have this experience of uh, one over six the gravity on Earth. So I feel definitely slimmer. <laughs> so I have less weight. This is pleasant to have. And uh, how to introduce myself? Well, actually, I discover myself when the other introduce myself. So I will do my best at the moment. Uh, well, uh, I landed in the space sector really uh, by shots, in a way that I am not uh, uh, from this kind of people that uh, they want to work in space and they always dream about space since they are uh, uh, children and they want to become an astronaut and they want to go to the next planet and the next uh, asteroid and so on. No, unfortunately I am not this kind of person. Uh, at a certain point of my career, I mean, uh, I was uh, looking for something different, and mm -hmm. so I took a while for looking for something different. And uh, I sent so many curricula and I had so many interviews that at the end I got this job. And uh, actually, uh, till I did not have the first uh, daily job at uh, Telespazio, I was not aware that I was entering the space career. Uh, actually, I was thinking that Telespazio was a telebroadcasting uh, company, yes. and then they said, look, we have a piece of TV, because in the satellite uh, they do telebroadcasting via, for, uh, let's say, for many TV channels. Yep. It's very convenient, uh, because looks, uh, you have a satellite in the geo-orbit uh, looking down to Earth, so a large uh, square, yep. and so instead of to, to feed many channels, you have just one transponder looking down, so mm -hmm. it's a lot of cost opportunity yep. uh, save it uh, if, uh, for this type of business. That's why it has been uh, broadcasting for a while ago that share. Well, from uh, this uh, satellite services company, then I have been uh, working in uh, several um, space entities, let's say, not that they are based in space, but we work for making space accessible for everyone. So I had experience at space agency, national and uh, European one, and I work in a company, and recently I am leading the European uh, uh, company of the nanoracks mm -hmm. uh, that has the bright mission to making space accessible for everyone. Um, actually, today I had an interesting uh, conversation over lunch. What does it mean to uh, make space accessible for everyone? Yes. Uh, we usually think about that something is accessible for everyone when it's free. Mm. And space can offer many things for free, like microgravity condition, uh, radiation exposure, uh, unusual uh, vacuum uh, pressure condition, and so on. At the same time, someone can say, look, but rich space is not for free. Mm. And uh, yes, and we need to make this accessible. So I do work, I would say, every day to talk with all the several stakeholders, influencers, mm. considering also how to overcome the barrier for making, uh, uh, let's say, uh, 
uh, at least uh, space more participated by everyone. Right. Now, how you can participate space? You can participate space virtually, so using digital access, or you can make space accessible that you send a piece of you that can be your experiment, can be your uh, beloved ring, something that you really care that you would like to be in space doing something and maybe come back. Or maybe a day you would like to have your own asset in space, or maybe a day you would like to reach space and this make uh, uh, the challenge of, uh, uh, first of all, open a market. Because mm -hmm. if there is something that there is a price and I can buy, I can afford, then I'm entering. Uh, for a while, the space sector even did not have a price because it was actually a planned economy. You could go to space if you are applying to a space agency call that needs to match some type of requirements. Mm -hmm. So as an individual, there was no venue to go up to space or to send something up to space by yourself. And now uh, that we realize that the venue of commercialization is feasible, affordable, sustainable, and we, we need to pursue for making larger as much we can, we actually uh, are getting there. Uh, and I'm sure there will be more and more opportunity for making this uh, definitely, and let's say continuously, accessible for everyone. Exactly, so that's a very good introduction. Thank you once again for that. I'm just looking at the, at the NanoRacks, obviously you being a, a CEO of NanoRacks Europe, so uh, just evolution of NanoRacks hardware for uh, and customer base. Uh, so I see the timeline of uh, uh, 11 years. So I'm looking at that and, and where you are, uh, I mean, within the time frame that we're speaking right now. And you, you talked about obviously the commercial airlock and commercial platforms and stations. So uh, uh, obviously CubeSat deployment and uh, micro uh, player reader and bio, for biopharma. So what do you see right now uh, as an, I mean, being an insider in this industry right now, where's, where's the opportunity for people, right? As, as we have individuals who are watching right now, maybe thinking about starting their own next venture and uh, I don't know if that's the right way of looking at what the opportunity is as many business here to solve the problems but speaking from an opportunity perspective where are the opportunities how big is for example biopharma for example and doing research in microgravity for, for biopharma uh, or uh, CubeSat deployment you, can, you know you can give us earth observation maybe you can give us some insights and for people to understand where the next opportunity or trend is okay so yes, I uh, foreseen let's say three venues. Mm -hmm. One, it is the venues to actually enrich the current asset in orbit of Nanora, like the external side of the bishop, so the external box or the Nanolab that there are uh, just enclosure uh, within the station, uh, powered and uh, data connected to run something, where actually we are going to additional create instrumentation for making the payload of the customer uh, promptly playable. Mm. Uh, let me explain. Um, the current solution is uh, flexible enough that if you come and to say, I want to bring something out to space, I can say this is the box, put inside, connect it, make it visible, and we will activate. At the same time, you need to build a layer of uh, power and uh, uh, data connectivity to activate your instrumentation. 
maybe at the end uh, your experiment it is just to do this photography of analysis of a sample. So if I have an instrumentation already equipped with the instrumentation to do the in situ analysis, then you give me only the sample. So basically, we are going to reduce the time to fly, the readiness to fly, I mean, for years on the side. So this is one venue. It is, uh, let's say, the augmentation of the current service portfolio. Mm -hmm. Then the other venue, it is to look at other orbital platform beyond the ISS, in Leo or other destination, in a way that you can convey other features that the ISS doesn't have. One of these, for instance, is the re-entry capability, almost at the libido. Here, if the station is great. If you go up to station, you can retrieve it back, and you need to wait for a while. If you have the need to need for to wait for a while, and you would like to come back as soon as possible, this takes months. So there are a type of experiments that need to be uh, retrieved back in a shorter time. So if I have the entry capability to come down uh, within a shorter window, mm -hmm. this increases the people who would like to go up to space. Because remember, in, a, in, a, in any type of journey, you go in a journey because you have the way to come back. Yeah. And so more opportunity we have to come back and more opportunity we will be to go up. Mm -hmm. So there is definitely a trend for, uh, for increasing of the market. Yep. The other venue for me, I am a strong believer of the moon. Uh, the moon is definitely different from Leve. Sometimes we can think that we are adding complexity for what? Complexity comes for a longer travel to reach the moon. Complexity comes that we cannot always uh, communicate at maximum with the Earth when we have the uh, ground command control. Mm -hmm. uh, so we don't see, we have to, uh, to come with the imagination. Uh, when we are not visible each other, moon half, and uh, uh, definitely a different environment for radiation, a different hazard for meteorite, uh, a different challenge for the lunar night. So sometimes we can ask at ourselves why we should make complicated if we can have a number of benefits exploiting space or reading Leo. I do believe that we learned so much how to go up to space because we overcome all the challenge we had in Leo 50 years ago. Mm. Now, if we challenge, still continue challenge ourselves to overcome all these uh, uh, stressor factor of the boom, we are going mm. definitely to deliver more and more benefit. Yep. When you have a constraint, you need to look for a solution. Yep. More problem, more solution, yep. definitely gain and benefit for humankind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because Moon can present a lot of great solutions, right? Correct. So, what what some of those solutions would be? And as now as, can we have a full almost attention right now with some of the companies like SpaceX or, or other? Uh, uh, it's you know more probably of a kind of private side looking towards Mars. So, what Moon can present? Because sometimes we forget what Moon offers. So, what will be some of the solutions that that Moon will give us in terms of the benefits? Well. Um I believe that the Moon will give us the opportunity to definitely uh, test uh, in, uh, and making reliable a lot of artificial intelligence solutions.